Kurt, is there any way to see more of you? I could take my jersey off. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, it's the best podcast that we know We are glad to have you here, let our voices massage your ears It's free and it's online, it's an hour of your time So welcome to the Brother Street Show Welcome to the Brother Street Show Hello! 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 Now you might be wondering, hey, that sounded slightly delayed. It's because it is. We are recording this episode of the Brother Sweep Show from our own separate rooms. In space. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, we said we were going to go on a break. But then what happened is a lockdown occurred. And we thought, this sounds like the perfect opportunity to see if the world needs a Brother Street podcast. Yeah. And it probably doesn't. But here we are. Uh, what's a lockdown, Simon? A lockdown is when you can't leave your house. You can leave it for uh, emergencies such as, oh, I've run out of tea and general groceries. Right. Therefore, I shall go <laughs> get some tea and general groceries. And you can leave it uh, for medical attention such as, Ooh. I've run out of tea. I've run out of medicinal tea <laughs> and groceries. Um, <laughs> and so that's that's kind of how it works. And this lockdown in particular is to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. And so that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to stay at home and make sure that it doesn't spread. Now, what I want to know is I'm obviously used to chatting to you guys in the same room. And I think... Yeah. I'd just like to get a better visual idea of where you all are. So, Dil, uh, where are you? Describe your room. What, what's going on? Okay. So, if I look up, I've got Star Wars posters everywhere. That's good. Um, yeah. It's a very Star Wars-centric room. <laughs> it's also our main living room. Ah, um, nice. So, it, it's not like you you might have thought I mean, it's some kind of a man cave. <laughs> but, uh, no, the main space of the house is the Star Wars posters and some Lego. Since we last uh, described my room, there was, there's now Star Wars Lego as well. Nice. It's not, it's not always that we record um, in each other's lounges. And um, Dylan, I can see that behind you where there once were copious <laughs> DVDs in a cabinet, there are no longer copious DVDs. It's true. There are copious now, DVDs in a box did, now. Did Soro Ramaphosa... <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Did Sora come and take him away? <laughs> Contraband. What, what's happening is that um, my wife and I are planning to move house. Um, and I'm sure we'll speak about this a bit because, Simon, you successfully managed to move house before Thank you. lockdown. My house was in one place. It is now on another. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> we um, we plan to move house, but are currently locked down rest, with the rest of the world. So we're going to have to see uh, when that happens. But at the moment, we're still keeping all the stuff packed that we packed pre-lockdown. Nice. Um, it hasn't got to the point where we've unpacked again in an attempt to regain cabinet um, <laughs> perfection. <laughs> if you've been going through your DVDs... Um, to pack them away have you now done what happened to me a couple of years ago where you sort of picking them up putting them in the box going do, do I really need 
this on DVD? Why did I buy this? What is, <laughs> do what I really is this need doing? the first season of Smoking Room, the, uh, <laughs> the British comedy that tried to do what if the office was in one room in an office? <laughs> um, no, I don't is the answer to that question. But no, I haven't is the other. Um, I haven't quite got around to that yet. Um, my mom reckons that I should get rid of them while they still have any form of monetary value whatsoever <laughs> hey look i got rid of my dvds a while back and i discovered then that even then they had no monetary value whatsoever <laughs> when i took them to someone who like i think sells secondhand dvds at green market square and the right. guy was like yeah yeah this is, this is you know 100 rand i'm like cool 100 rand for dvd no 100 rand <laughs> for all 5,000 dvds thank you very much <laughs> oh, no. So you you yeah you managed to move in this time. How's that gone? It has gone well. Um, the room that I'm currently in, I can describe you my room, is what I've designated as as my office. It's a very empty office right now. It's meant to be an office slash studio slash guest room, and it's really failing on the guest room front because currently, <laughs> if we had a guest, they'll either have to sleep on a desk or in the cupboard. Um, neither ideal for sleeping on. A guest, a guest on a desk. I'm sure that's a <laughs> Julia Donaldson book. <laughs> Doctor Zeus. <laughs> If it's not, it needs to be. So that's that's the room. I mean, the move went quite well. We're we're in a suburb that's in. If you know Cape Town, it's it's in Plumstead, and the suburb itself is called Constantiaberg Close. I think is it's it's like a little suburb within a suburb. Like I guess it's a close, hence the close in the title. Right. And since being here, I've realised that there are a lot of old people. <laughs> in this in this little nook of Plumstead, They're bringing that age uh, average down, uh, uh, way down, and and actually, what happened is I I thought that there were so many old people that they had put up a sign just saying like you know how they have those like warning old people signs. <laughs> um, no, but, I, don't, I don't think I do know that. Well, I think it's meant to be caution the elderly, but you know, warning yeah, caution talking about like a novelty sign, like uh, elderly elderly crossing or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a there was a legit elderly beware of the elderly. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm calling it the wrong side. But there was a legit. There was a Friday the Thirteenth recently. <laughs> there was a legit sign that was up, and I generally thought, "Oh my gosh, they've had to put this up because there's so many old people." <laughs> but then I found out that I actually live very close to an old age home, so there was a real reason for that sign. Yeah, Constantinburg Hospital is not actually an old age home. <laughs> <laughs> So true. Kerr, what is your surroundings? Where, where are you currently? I'm actually, um, I'm sitting in the middle, in the midway between the kitchen and the dining room. I'm, I'm, I'm basically in the wall. Uh, of all places, why yeah. did you set up there? <laughs> because the uh, countertop is slightly higher. And as you know, I'm a tall man. So this way, I don't have to slouch as much as I would. If it was on the dining room table, you are a tall man. In fact, we um, we alluded to it earlier, but we are managing to kind of have a makeshift view of each other so that we can uh, actually see what's going on. And for the first part of the pre-recording, Andrew's head was <laughs> cropped out of the video <laughs> in true to form style. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm I'm sort of halfway between the place of of food and cooking and. And then the chaos of uh, dining room, which is sort of been everything's been pushed to the side to make space for children to play. Wow! That's How has am. your uh, cooking been going in the lockdown? 
We've, uh, well, interesting. It's been going fine. Thank have, you very much. Have you gone full apocalypse? Like <laughs> some people are going like, okay, we're only eating lentils and uh, <laughs> stones that we can find. <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> you know, the people who are like, well, it's a lockdown, so we're just going full apocalypse. Just gonna I have think some they've stories. gone there too soon. I did buy some tins of soup. Uh, does that count? Okay. And I did enjoy how, them. Well, how many tins did, of yeah, soup did you buy? you ate them. I did. And I bought some. Yeah. Uh, I went to the shops today. I used my my monthly uh, hall pass <laughs> to go to the shops, and uh, and Cyril stamped it. <laughs> and um, nice. And I bought some. Uh, I bought some tinned spaghetti. So oh, I did that. What? Okay, so you have gone full like tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't, you, why aren't you just making spaghetti like a normal person? Well, it's quite easy. I'm going to be honest and just tell you that I kind of like tin spaghetti. Uh, that's fine. Then. Uh, you you did scouts though. That's like prerequisite. <laughs> yes, but it's like one of the badges you have to get. <laughs> no, no, no. But the, one of the, the badges is bully beef and beans. But um, I, I don't like bully beef anymore. So I don't know if I'm allowed back in the scouts. Is that like uh, the badge is actually for the skill it takes to open a bully beef tin? There is a skill. <laughs> To that, you are correct. You've got to you've got to clip off the little T T thing. You've got to insert it, lift it up, and then twist, 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 twist all the way around. Don't cut yourself. Right, look, I did cubs. I'm aware that uh, these things happened. I just couldn't do them. Yeah, well, I did. That's why you didn't make it to scout, son. I did judo, so all I can do is scarf hold it in a bully beef <laughs> and let it beat you without hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah. Why is it bully beef? Did it like offend someone at one stage? Do a wedgie? Who's this? Who's this bully? Who's this bully? Thanks, guys. This is for my stand-up special. Still working on it. I like that. Got a tight five about bully yeah. beef. Bully beef. Uh, how were the shops? The shops were fine. They were. Um, I had to queue outside. Okay. Um, a meter from uh, someone. It was. I was standing a meter from the person in front of me, but the person behind me was standing two meters behind me. So <laughs> I'm not sure if I looked like I had corona, or I don't know. They were just like nervous. Altitude-wise, are you not always at least a meter or two? <laughs> Did you just roll your eyes at me? That's the first time I've ever seen that. <laughs> That's not fair. When I, when I did, you um, normally can't see it. <laughs> when I did my shop the other day, I was finally able to answer one of these old age questions that people have had, and that is, uh, what it's is age old yeah, questions? Old age questions. <laughs> yeah, old age the old people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, age old questions there we go um you know of which spread is more popular and when i was at this particular pick and pay uh, they had quite a lot of marmite and absolutely no bovril so <laughs> i reckon that yes come on finally answers it are we all team bovril here i'm team um, bovril i would say i normally have more bovril in the cupboard than marmite but don't really mind which do you enjoy more um, I sort of enjoy them both equally. I guess maybe I haven't eaten enough Marmite to really know. This is uh, the most on-the-fence answer that's ever <laughs> happened out of a which do you prefer. Have you tried Dylan? Dylan is going to be great later. <laughs> Dylan, have, Dylan, have you tried the, um, the, the other, the crazy bovril? What is it? Ch- chili bovril? Yeah. Oh, hells no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? 
No, I haven't. I haven't tried it, but I'm thinking maybe I should for the next podcast and give a review. Ooh. There is there's crazy Borel, but there's also crazy Marmite with like some cheese in it. No, oh yeah, I've had that. Is it rubbish? Um, yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not as bad as it sounds, actually, but it's definitely not something that I would put on my ice cream. I'm going to go well on a Weetabix. <laughs> oh, I might do. Um, I went for quite a long drive to the shop when I had to do my shopping, just because I was so happy to be out of the house. So like, what, is, <laughs> what is a way I could extend my route the most? Because I'm not a danger to anyone in the car, unless my driving's bad. Um, so I just sort of weaved around the lack of traffic, and it's, it's very hard to extend a very short trip to the shops into a long trip to the shops so right. it, it still took about two minutes but boy were they amazing two minutes well mm. now you've got a new set of shops i guess when you say the shops you used to refer to a different the shops That's because you've moved house now yeah so how are you taking to your new the shops the new the shops is is quite it's quite good it's for the most part they have laid everything out like one would expect it feels like everything is more or less where i'd want it to be you kind of walk in get your fresh uh, fruit and produce then work your way down to kind of like the milk the problem is is that realistically that's probably the opposite way you should be shopping because surely mm. you should want your fresh fruit and produce and to be uh, collected last so that it's less time out of the fridge ah so it's the freshest it can be yeah but uh but that's but i feel like it would be pretty weird to, to to walk into the shops and ignore everything and go straight to those aisles that no one ever is in like the gardening aisle and be like cool i'm gonna start here and work my way to the well, front if you need if you need way too much of that kind of thin wire that doesn't hold on to itself <laughs> uh, you know which aisle i'll be in <laughs> um, um speaking of the food thing yeah i uh, i attempted to bake some bread today Ooh, um, you were I the watched, person who, when I went to the shops, there was no bread flour, and you uh, must have he taken said, it. He said attempted, so we don't know how this yeah, is going to go. Yeah, you don't know the end of the story <laughs> yet. Okay, I'm listening. No, I'm I'm very much like a, I've got a 2.5 kilo bag of flour that I keep for my whole life, <laughs> um, because I've kind of semi frequently will make a white sauce with a tablespoon or so of it. And the rest of the time, it just sits there. So I thought, oh, this could be fun. But um, Mr. Mr. Oliver, Jamie Oliver, has got a show about keep calm and keep on cooking kind of thing, which yeah. is quite fun. And I watched an episode this morning, and he was baking bread, so I felt inspired. Turns out that um, <laughs> <laughs> when you use yeast that's yeah. been in your cupboard at the back with <laughs> an open top for about three years past expiry uh, yeah. it just doesn't get activated it's just not motivated to come alive <laughs> no <laughs> so uh, I did all the works and it's a long process bread yeah you know I, was, I stirred it up I thought it was activating turns out it was just dead so you um, should have should have used self-raising flour because then it has to raise because that's right that's in the title has to has to raise itself up like like josh groban <laughs> self-raising josh groban I, I did i did not go out of my way to do the spread thing it was on the spur of the moment i see very much a um as jamie oliver puts it it's just bits and bobs you've got in your cupboards and freezers and then he pulls out like mackerel fillets and uh yeah saffron stems so I don't know. But anyway, it didn't rise, obviously, after the um, 
suggested hour and a half so I left it in the sun for like an extra two hours didn't rise <laughs> and then I thought oh I'll give it a go anyway so um, I, I called our bassist Rich who's suddenly taken a keen liking to baking breads and he started by saying it sounds like a complete disaster <laughs> um, which was nice and supportive of him he said that he's he's never had this trouble before <laughs> and suddenly made it personal um, but uh, yeah, eventually it turned it into some kind of focaccia thing, and it was all right. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you Sorry, actually. That's an actual. That's an actual bread, not some Yiddish. Oh, yeah, just turned <laughs> it into some focaccia old thing. <laughs> I'm glad you did the try bake it because in my mind, what could have happened is you left it outside and it just started rising without you noticing. <laughs> rising well, and maybe rising. that would have been the best. <laughs> Enveloping everything. I feel like it's almost. It's been over 15 minutes of this podcast, and we haven't mentioned toilets in any way. And so I just. Before people think that we're not about to mention toilets, can yeah. we at least bring up something to do with toilets? Oh, um, please. Toilet, toilet paper is a good place to start. Did any of you guys hoard toilet paper? Yes. What? I you did. did? Yes. Why? Why did you hoard toilet paper? Well, I mean, that's a very personal question. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know if we hoarded, but I bought, um, I bought 18 rolls today. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the problem with toilet paper sales is that that does sound like a, a huge amount if it was like anything else like uh, mm, banjos and you said you'd bought 18 of them it, that would be hoarding but, but toilet rolls really only come in 9s and 18s so it's like oh, I went one past the lowest one it's yeah. true, you're a disgusting hoarder yeah I think that was below the recommended dose though okay that's good that's good to know I've been trying to figure out why people have been hoarding um, toilet paper, which the disease that everyone's trying to avoid, one of the um, symptoms is not uh, pooping a lot. So I've been trying to figure out why people might be doing this. And I have come up with a theory that I want to test uh, past you guys. Is Maybe maybe it's people that uh, saw the lockdown coming and thought that they best get some extra toilet paper because now they're going to have to do a lot more pooping at home. Like previously... We've been doing a lot of these poops other places. Not right, me. Right no, now. Uh, not you guys. Oh, God. Not me. I'm ground always. Oh, you need I'm... to take the advantage of the work poop. If you're not a smoker, it's one of the only ways you can get a break. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather? Welcome to Would You Rather. This is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> if you just joined us somehow, we are in separate houses. Um, lockdown is happening. Corona, hashtag stay home. Um, yeah. I've got with me, and I'll hold it up to my mic. <laughs> Listen to that. Ooh, that sounds that, interesting. That is a box of fresh, official Would You Rather cards that I was given by my in-laws for Christmas. Okay. I haven't looked at them properly yet because nice. they were in the games cupboard. It was um, it was packed in with all the DVDs um, that you can't see behind me, Andrew. Right. <laughs> um, so I've opened a box. I literally opened a box to get to this box tonight. This is how excited I am about these new Would You Rathers. Amazing. So this is how the game will work. I will flip a card and I will open it and I will read the Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. And you guys will say what you would rather. And that's Sounds just great. as simple as that. If you're playing at home, keep. you can also say out loud what you would rather. <laughs> so let's go for the first one. 
Would you rather be constantly hungry or constantly tired? Hmm. I feel like I, I feel like I am constantly tired. Quite poignant, quite poignant question uh, in lockdown scenarios. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like recently I've been constantly hungry. I think working from home means that every sort of 15 minutes I'll get up and be like, mm, what should I snack on now? Uh, I'll put some peanut butter on a Mari, see if that's nice. And then, <laughs> I'll tell you, you what's know, really filling is a loaf of bread that hasn't risen <laughs> properly. <laughs> it is dense, my friend. <laughs> like a block of concrete. I think I'd rather be hungry all the time. Because I, I'm already basically living that life, so okay, I'll choose that. But now you have um, a child on the way, yeah. So why don't you use your opportunity to just say constantly tired and get one out of uh, get one free <laughs> kind of thing? That's so true. Because you're going to be constantly tired anyway. That is so true. I'm going to be very tired. So that's going to happen anyway, and yeah. now you've just chosen to be constantly hungry. <laughs> But he's talking for now. He's talking about he's talking about his current experience, and you know. Yes, currently I would be doubling up on the hunger, so that's fine. But you are right. Future Simon's going to listen to this podcast and be like, "What are you thinking? Double up on the tiredness. You're going to hmm. be losing your mind." So yeah. And Andrew, as I, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just the opposite. Is that I feel like I'm already <laughs> constantly tired. <laughs> And uh, I would hate to be constantly hungry because, as you say, you end up snacking and then you end up putting on weight. And then... Um, oh, not, not me. I've been doing exercises. That's why I'm wearing yeah, this vest. Well, you won't be able to see, but I, I made up my own exercise regime today. I ran... Uh, I couldn't, can't say around the house because there's a big garage in between, uh, you know, what would mm-hmm. complete the loop. So I did these like half, like C-shaped, um, <laughs> C-shaped track around the house nice. uh, I, I called it 10 so I try to do 10 laps in inverted commas of the house then 10 push-ups and 10 star jumps and then uh, 10 sit-ups there we go uh, then 10 I skipped for a bit because I was running out of things to do 10 of um, and then I was thinking of actually setting up a chair and just jumping back and forth over the chair <laughs> but I thought that might just be like, like too weird yeah. <laughs> like a show a show pony <laughs> Yeah, I've taken up dressage in the lockdown, but I am the horse. <laughs> well, I mean, I I would have done all of that exercise if I wasn't constantly tired. So, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I'm already constantly tired. Is, is there a right answer for this, Dylan? Well, let me just check the card quick. Um, the next bit of text says, would you rather live without music or without television? So I don't mm. think that that is... Um, an answer as much as it's the next question right, okay. no it's very and it doesn't seem to come with a crib sheet so it's, it's very open conversational well, kind think, of thing I think, but I'll give Simon think, a point no 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 because he went off no I will no, I he will. won't he won't because uh, the, 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 the way that this game normally works is is, is the person well Andrew we are not living in normal times the, are the we the person we need to keep in humanity as long as we can is the person asking the question says which one is theirs and then that's how we get the points no, I think the person with the better mic quality should get the point. That's always going to be me. So. That's definitely going to be Simon. <laughs> I feel like Andrew's just shouting really loud and picking up on our mics. <laughs> 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 All right, so that went to uh, that went to Simon. I like these very like these cards are very rabbinic. I think it was like a rabbinic uh, rabbi like tradition to sort of answer 
a, a question with another question. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be sleepy or tired? Well, what is the answer? Well, the answer is, would you rather not have music or not have TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe they do flow into each other. Let's see how, let's see how that works with this one. Um, would, you, would you rather be really fast or really strong? <laughs> Ooh, well, that's a good question. Let, I mean, I'm fairly fast as it is. I mean, I'm not like Cheetah or Flash Gordon fast. Um, I'm not Usain Bolt fast. I'm just, you know, average tall guy fast. Um, right. So, but I'm not particularly strong. Like well, let, let's let's clarify what average tall guy fast is because I know uh, Andrew probably wouldn't have wanted this to come up, but we have <laughs> gone running, the three of us, and Andrew is definitely the tall guy of the three of us, and yet somehow indirectly proportional with his speed. I would like to say... Graceful, I'm, definitely graceful. Thank you. I'd like to ask who has most recently run a 10K? You say run. Um, <laughs> I guess it was you, wasn't it? I guess it was, wasn't it? Hey, and I was great. Do you want to hold up a hold up a cool medal for us? No, I got a tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> they didn't give medals. I don't know what that means. They didn't give medals. They gave they gave um, <laughs> little trees. little trees. Oh, uh, that's quite cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty Eco. cool. All right, so by that I did mean would you rather be instantly able to play a musical instrument or instantly able to speak a foreign language? Are you not answering Ooh. any of these questions? <laughs> it's just a it's philosophical mumbo-jumbo. No, I want to go back to the... I want to go back to the speed. Andrew, you don't know how quizzes how work. How dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? I want to go back to the speed versus strength because strength... If I choose strength, then Dill, I can help you with your upcoming move because I've recently, as you said, moved and I realized just how strong movers are. We had... This guy, this guy knows how to get points in this game. <laughs> we had, we had four you people. <laughs> um, I didn't. Oh, I did get the credit for wanting to, though. Yeah, he did I specifically it. said that I could, but yeah. I'd be in front at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can but confirm. I still got credit for the offer. I can confirm that that is true. But I witnessed, we had four movers, right? And um, three out of the four were just absolutely amazing like they were like really strong they could pick up things they knew exactly like the right amount of spatial awareness to know not to bump into things but the fourth guy <laughs> like see like a dodgy wheel on a on a shopping trolley i don't know i think Can all your furniture go around in circles in your house there must have been a moment where they're like oh crap we don't have enough people for the move uh what about you are you free like well I, i'm kind of <laughs> i'm kind of free i guess i wasn't doing anything today i just, just got back from the hospital for my backup <laughs> this, this guy was like a cartoon character because there was a moment where he had taken our, our smaller couch and just put it like completely on his head and, to the degree that he couldn't see where he was. He was just walking around, bumping into pillars. Kind of it's like, where did you get this guy from? But, it's um, amazing. It was really fun and they were really great and they did a great job. But yeah, so strength. <laughs> Uh, very helpful. I was going to go with speed um, because good choice, yeah, Andrew. Because, because I think <laughs> you desperately need it. To, <laughs> because I think I think if I think about like old people, right? If you have yeah. if you have speed, if you have strength, 
I feel like strong people, you know, like bodybuilders in, in the Olympics, they're these huge yeah. muscle mountains. But what do they look like when they get old? Nobody knows because they just wither away or they die young. <laughs> but fast people who run marathons, they're yeah. still running marathons when they're 80. Think about that, Dylan. Oh, that's a good point. Well. <laughs> Okay, Simon gets the oh, point. So. Yeah! <laughs> Sucks to be you, old marathon man. <laughs> All right, and the last one on Would You Rather today. Would you rather be able to control time or control the weather? Ooh. I think the weather. Now, you're going to think, Simon, that's mad. Why would Whoa. you not choose time? Whoa. And I think we've had this discussion before on this podcast, or at least in some other podcasts we've done. And I think the problem with controlling time is that you might um, you might abuse it more easily. You might try to rewind moments and replay them that you shouldn't be replay, replaying and stressing yourself out and that kind of thing. Whereas the weather, yeah. I mean, besides from perhaps, you know, the climate changing too much that the whole world is destroyed, yeah. besides from that yeah. big caveat, who's going to be damaged by you having a sunny day uh, forever? Think of the responsibility... <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, it, if word gets out that you can control the weather, then you will have people at your door every day saying, I need snow, I need rain. <laughs> Who's asking for snow? It's snow. It's snow like the activists. <laughs> the, gla- the, gla- the, glacier, the glacier hikers, glacier walkers. They'll be coming to knock on your door yeah. to tell you that they need some and snow. I will be like, freeze time, I'm moving house. So, there we go. Well, okay, so you say time and you say weather. Yeah. Yeah. The answer was, would you rather spend the day surfing in the ocean <laughs> or surfing the internet? Uh, I know how to get Dylan's points here is all I need to do is say surfing because he'll obviously want me to be surfing because he likes surfing they, they both say surfing in the question <laughs> well you know what i mean like surfing surfing surfing, surfing the water i think you would want me surfing the water um realistically though i probably suck at surfing way more adept at surfing the net but uh just for the points i'm gonna say surfing the water <laughs> i think the fact that you said that you would suck at surfing i'd like to see that yeah um because that'd be fun I, I mean, um, for you, but yeah, Andrew. I get, I get cramp after about an hour in the water, so I wouldn't be able to last Don't a whole day. Don't you get hand cramp from after an hour of surfing the net? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, no, I'm very fit surfing the net. So surfing, <laughs> carpool, surfing the net, definitely. Carpool karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, carpool all right, tunnel. well, the, the correct answer was freezing time. Andrew gets the point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was Would You Rather. Oh, Very good. I can be found in streeping around. So I thought what would be very helpful to do in this special edition lockdown podcast was perhaps suggest um, some reading or watching material for people. Stuff that you've been mm. uh, consuming recently and are like, oh, I would recommend this for you to help while away the time. It's uh, a great th- idea. This is going to be difficult for Andrew to do because Andrew famously doesn't watch anything <laughs> um, so no. that, fun fact I've, okay. been off, I've been off youtube until the lockdown and when the when the lockdown started i was like no i'm back on youtube now okay well what is the best thing you've seen on youtube um there was a guy who designed 
some ABS uh, brakes for his bicycle. Okay. <laughs> All right. And that's the best thing you've seen. <laughs> yeah. I saw a video of a seal um, making its way up onto the beach. And uh, actually, I, sorry, I need to preface this. The title of the video is Seal uh, Looks Straight at Me and Then Farts. <laughs> Um, so anyway now that you know that vital piece of information there's a video of a seal and it kind of makes its way up onto the beach from the water and then looks over to the camera and then farts (laughs) and uh, so it's it's pretty good would you say it's in terms of like video title to what you get in the video yeah it's spot on (laughs) (laughs) would you say it's essential watching in a lockdown environment Um, I wouldn't because it's only 13 seconds Um, (laughs) it it has made our household uh, roar with laughter um, a number of times because it is it is very funny but it's not a long lasting high what I will say is that um, I did actually watch The Sound of Music um, quite recently um, and I enjoyed it it's a good film there's my review um, I, I hope it does well in, uh, in years to come. <laughs> what is your, your favorite song from the film? Well, I've got two two issues. The first one is that I'm familiar with uh, How Do You Solve a Problem, like Maria. Yes. I'm familiar with the phrase, and I know that it's a song from that film. Yeah. However, in the context of the film, yeah. I always thought it was a bit more nice. Like, how do you solve a problem like Maria solves a problem? She's so good at solving problems. And it's like, I've always thought that my whole life. Um, And then I'm watching the film and it's just like really mean. (laughs) How do you solve a problem? Maria is a problem. And one one person's like, yeah, she's a a nightmare. She's a a demon. Um, So that one was an interesting wake-up call for me. Yeah. It's also a good while or away of time because it is, I think, three hours long, the film. Yeah. Uh, The second thing is that... Um, and Simon, I'm going to uh, appeal to you here for some sympathy or seeing if you're on the same page as me. But don't you think um, that they could have just put that extra little hour into the songwriting on... Me or whatever it's called <laughs> to just get a better line than the one that's like a note that follows uh, or whatever. <laughs> all of them are so good and they're just you know I'm no Rogers or Hammerstein I'll, I can admit that freely but there's so, it's there's such good music and then just that one line in the whole musical just stands out as like oh we don't actually have something to say here let's just go yeah it's the one that follows the last one carry on nothing to see here right. just spend another evening man candlelight <laughs> I genuinely don't like that song I quite like most of the other songs for Sound of Music but I, I find okay. it odd when the song that becomes the most famous song from the movie is not necessarily the best song from the movie and this is a perfect example right. I'd say Do Idea is probably the most hyped up that and maybe Edelweiss is probably the two songs that jump out of the sound of music but the, clearly the best song is I Hear the Hill Was a Lonely Goat Herd yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is very very good it's a great uh, it's a great sequence and the Children Going to Bed song is very cool oh, that is good I also like You Are 16 go- although it is a little bit you know Suspects, mm. but it's a good, it's a good tune, especially when he shows back up as a Nazi general. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew, do you have anything? <laughs> yeah, so we recently acquired a DVD player, and yeah. uh, and um, we 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 also required some DVDs, and one of them is an older DVD, Mary Poppins. Yeah. 
Oh, hello. And we showed Mary Poppins to Megan, and she loves it. She loved it. And Did she's you? Just, awesome. Poppins she's just it been, into the DVD player. Exactly. And she's just been going around just going, Chim Chimmery, Chim Chimmery, Chim. That's as far as she gets, though. She doesn't finish the song. She goes, Chim Chimmery, Chim Chimmery, Chim Chimmery, It's like the DVD as a scratch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But that, but that is, uh, it's a really sweet film. I, I haven't watched it in ages, but I don't know if you remember. Um, yeah. be, and I was, I was kind of watching with her and we actually stopped after a while there's there's like a 20 minute scene in a bank <laughs> and it's really boring and I confusing. found that a lot of films do that when you uh, when you go back to them and you remember them for being the film where that one thing happens and yeah. then you watch it and you're like why is there 40 minutes of them trying to teach this ape how to do sign language <laughs> there's like, there's like <laughs> or a, whatever yeah there's, there's like a 10 minute song about compound interest <laughs> that is not a joke that's not a joke <laughs> I, that's great I have a suggestion of a movie to potentially not watch uh, during this time okay um, I thought it would be quite interesting and fun to watch the movie Contagion um, <laughs> the Contagion challenge yeah and I did I must admit I did kind of enjoy the film because I hadn't seen it before but it really did freak uh, Christine out <laughs> by quite, quite a long way and so fair I, enough I would, uh, it's totally fair enough I'd say if you are going to watch a contagion uh, based film um, maybe stick to one of those ones where people get something that don't exist um, or at least that are less less realistic like one of those uh, I don't know um, 2012 2012 or a Diary of a Wimpy Kid when the kid gets uh, that <laughs> cheese touch or whatever it's called. The neutrons are mutating. <laughs> I do have a series suggestion though that is, is pretty good. It's an old series from 2006 but it's called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip and it's by Aaron Sorkin and it's really fun. Problem is it's very difficult uh, to get because I had to buy it on DVD when I was in the UK over December. Um, yeah. So I would say if you can't just find it <laughs> out there in, yeah. the, in the ether, then just email me. And once I'm done with the first disc, I'll post it to you. I don't know if the postal oh, service is, nice. is currently running at this time, but this can be some sort of like DVD service that's v- like limited to only a couple of people. But I'm not going to... I'll tell you what you do. <laughs> yeah. You put it in your trash. <laughs> and then when the bin guys come past, I'll make sure that I'm out there, <laughs> ta- like taking a bin out. And yeah. then I'll quickly scratch through all the bags. That's good. For that uh, disc one, season one of... Boulevard 63 <laughs> on the strip. I, and, uh, and that'll be the way that we watch this thing. I think I'm onto something here. I think it would be great as if we created a sort of a street program that everyone watches, but they have to watch it in increments. So basically, I finished the first uh, disc. I'll send it to you, Dol. Dol, you can send it to Andrew so he can try out his new DVD player with something that's slightly more modern. And then, um, and, you know, then listeners can write in and whoever the next listener is that wants to claim a watch, Andrew mails that to them. And then we just see how many listeners can get involved in this and we can chat about it. I think it might work. Yeah, I'm in. Nice. Either that or we just describe it over podcast. (laughs) It's Aaron Sorkin. How wordy can it be? (laughs) Interesting dreams I've had. Interesting (laughs) dreams. That's right, everyone. It's our favorite round. I have had an interesting dream. Tell me more. I declare it interesting. 
because it was to do with qu- quarantine. Okay. I was driving around um, in oh, a like, Firstly, you're not meant to be driving around. <laughs> it was an absolute dream. <laughs> I was driving somewhere to get a pizza, I think. Yeah. Um, the details are sketchy. It was a dream. Um, and on the way back, I bumped into a car in front of me, but the car was kind of like a jumping castle with a car in the middle. <laughs> and it started flipping over, and I could see... That the person in it, it was like almost Flintstone style, like there was no roof. Okay, that's not, that's the opposite of Flintstone style. <laughs> there was, it was uh, like wacky races. Actually, you know what it was? Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like one of those things that like a y- young baby stands in the middle of <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, when they're first learning to walk. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a car that's all around you. So anyway, it was like one of those. Mr. Ricky Gervais in the middle. Oh, hello. He must have given uh, yeah. you some very nice facial expression. <laughs> So he started uh, flipping around like three full flips. And then I I kind of pulled up and he was okay because this thing, this car was like designed for people to flip around it basically. Um, And uh, introduced myself, said I was really sorry. And then he was like, that's cool. And then I made some joke. I can't remember what it was, but he thought it was funny. So that was cool. And then I noticed that there were like loads of cars on both sides now and that kind of traffic jam. So we kind of, went over to the side and then he asked if there was a um a number that i could call for like emergencies for like high profile yeah. people that don't want to be bothered by the public yeah so i was yeah. like i don't know one oh one oh triple one he's like no that's not gonna <laughs> that's gonna work and then uh he, he wanted to shake my hand and i was so stoked um but i didn't because quarantine <laughs> <laughs> so i said i'd love to shake your hand but we're not doing that at the moment ricky gervais in my dream <laughs> Yeah, I, also had a quarant- I also had a quarantine uh, driving dream last night. Actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. <laughs> so my, my dream, you can, I guess I, I choose it to be interesting, is um, <laughs> I, I, I did the shopping, but then um, I was like, well, I'm out, so <laughs> let me go to Richard Bolland's house in Woodstock <laughs> and, nice. and play board games <clears throat> until the evening. Yeah. And then because I was like, well... I was doing the shopping <laughs> and then when I left Richard Bolland's house in Woodstock <laughs> someone had stolen my car <laughs> oh no and I think it, I think there was my mind telling me just be careful <laughs> when you go out to the shops don't take too long maybe your mind uh, is telling right. you that Richard doesn't live in Woodstock anymore because <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't for about a year <laughs> I, I'm aware of that um, uh, but uh yeah uh, it took me quite a while to realize that my car actually wasn't stolen in real life. <laughs> Do you think this might be some kind of a collective consciousness thing? Because so far, two out of the three of us have declared that they've had quarantine driving dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe this is just like a common side effect of being quarantined is you have dreams <laughs> about driving away. If any of the Merrills, if any of the Merrills <laughs> listening could uh, could write in to info at brotherstreep.com about whether or not they also had quarantine dreams, um, then that would be great. I, I feel pressure now to reveal that I've had a driving quarantine dream, but I haven't. But speaking of stealing cars, 
I can tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> I have stolen so many cars since the lockdown. The police nice. are nowhere in this area. I am aware. But it's all like old people's cars. So it's basically Ford Fiestas. No. So what, um, what has actually happened? I made a car-based joke there that I have, I have no idea what a Ford Fiesta even is. It just sounded like the right thing to say. In that, I think it kind of works. In that particular moment. Um, what happened is we at, a, at the place where I work well at the place I used to work because right now I work where I'm recording this but back at the office um, we set up some security cameras a while back just to help uh, fight any security based crime to happen within the office and the, and the crimes that happen outside the office so we've got a camera okay. facing the road and what happened is uh, someone texted the Musenberg group <coughs> that Richard who you just spoke of earlier is in and they said oh my gosh, a car has been stolen right outside your office. And we, and we were like, sweet, we know what to do. We're going to check the camera. And so um, yeah. Richard booted up the uh, the interwebs, got onto the security camera to, to investigate the footage. And what he found out was quite, quite amazing. He found out that this person um, whose car was stolen at some stage had walked out the pub that they were in, had walked towards their car, had gotten inside yeah. this car, and then had reversed the car randomly down the road, <laughs> right? And then clearly wow. forgotten that he had done that. And so fast forward a couple of hours later, Guy's been in the bar for a bit longer, stumbles out, and you just see him walking to the spot oh where his car used to be with the most confused look on his face. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> so basically, he's the second person I know of that has stolen his own car, which Jeez. is right. Which is the helpful. The first one was you, was it not? <laughs> yeah. You can learn all about that in the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Hold on a second. I thought that all the sounds were supposed to be in lockdown. What's that rogue one? Pub quiz. <laughs> That's right, everybody, and welcome to Pub Quiz. Awesome. Um, this week, because I, as previously stated, am the one with all the cards, and um, <laughs> if you're just joining us, there's a lockdown. Um, we aren't in the same. <laughs> we aren't in the same room. Um, I will be handling the quiz. It's very scary. Um, Andrew has extremely large shoes to fill, both, um, well, you know. <laughs> I'm worried He's about this man. fact that you're handling this quiz because I have a feeling that you haven't thought about points and how you're going to record points. Because normally when Andrew does this introduction, well, he takes forever to actually listen, ready himself for the quiz and you've just so that much kind opened of attitude the box. will doctor you points and you're already on minus one now sir <laughs> that's good I like, I like this I do not like this regime at all <laughs> alright here we go question one and this is in uh, the category of pub quiz <laughs> which creature is responsible for the most human death sorry can we just uh, check your buzzers quick Beep. honk well, okay, I've got a beep from Andrew and a honk from Simon. Yeah. In case you're playing at home, uh, hit your buzzer now. Yeah, but choose Thank something you. else. <laughs> yeah. Honk. Can I can I honk in already? Beep beep. beep. Uh, yes, you can. I'm gonna say mosquito. It's the I mosquito. was also going to say mosquito. And you'll notice okay, just, if you listen closely that I'm typing things. I'm saying Simon is on zero now. <laughs> I just want to beep. Can I beep and say that I wasn't going to say the hippopotamus? 
Sure. Okay. Is that going to do anything? What there? distance? What distance? Oh, this Andrew. This is going to be weighted heavily towards you. Nice. What distance is a half marathon? Bonk. Oh, I think I heard. Well, we've got a lag here. This is this is difficult. <laughs> I, I think I, I heard definitely Andrew. beat first. Um, well, sure. It's a half marathon is twenty one k's. Uh, isn't yes, it? but could I have it in? Could I have it in miles, please? <laughs> <laughs> to the nearest uh, to the nearest decibel. Don't Google Simon. Don't you dare! Don't he's googling. He's cheating. Uh, no. He's cheating. Uh, actually, I wrote it accidentally. Wrote twenty one k's in nikes so i didn't get the answer <laughs> andrew's done 21 k's in nikes i'm gonna say i can't remember i'm gonna say 10 miles okay and uh simon i generally haven't googled um i'm trying to think of the car so it is less but i don't think it's that much less i'm gonna go for 14.5 all right. Well, Andrew was right with his first answer, 21 Ks. <laughs> but for interest's sake, Simon was slightly closer with 14.5 as it was 13.1. Ooh, there we go. Okay, we carry on though. There's no time to stop on the pub quiz. <laughs> this next one is in the category of pub quiz. Bronze <laughs> Bronze is an alloy primarily consisting of what two elements? Go. Oh, no. Okay, babe. Uh, Andrew bronze it's a good question copper and sorry can I just I know it's quite late but um, could we quite late into the quiz but could we answer this Jeopardy style like a uh, question how does that work you have to answer in a question beep uh, what is copper and yes um, that kind of thing what, what is, beep what is copper and uh, gold <laughs> That is incorrect, Andrew. Would you like to have a go? Beep. Um, what is what? What was Simon talking about when he was talking about copper and nickel? <laughs> incorrect. You're both wrong, and you both lose a point. This <laughs> is my quiz, and I'll do it how I want. Uh, minus one again for Simon. It was the answer was what is copper and tin? Uh, yeah. All right. Here's one. This is in the category of pub quiz. What is the capital city of Finland? We go to Andrew. Was that Andrew? Yes. I'm sorry, I can't accept that. Simon? Um, I don't know. Do you accept I don't know? I don't. <laughs> I thought you might have gone into a, haha, he didn't answer with a question. I'll answer what is Reykjavik. I didn't even hear what he said. For me, uh, uh, my current quality of Andrew's call just came across as... <laughs> I, I thought, thought that, that doesn't was sound cool. like just, a place. just for the previous question, babe, what is Reykjavik? Uh, no, sorry, it's what is Helsinki. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a, a hell of a problem with Helsinki. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Simon goes up to zero for that and unfortunately yes. Andrew you are getting a minus one for that okay um, we've got three more questions this one is in pub quiz <laughs> <laughs> if a drink is ordered on the rocks that was in inverted commas what is it served with Andrew? Why would that drink be served with ice? No. 
That is honk. That is that. What is Simon? What is ice? Yeah, it's cold water. <laughs> um, I did. I did say that you could just ask, answer in a question. Okay. Um, so Andrew will get that, and you're both on zero. This is a great quiz. I've never watched <laughs> Jeopardy. I don't know what's going on. And by not watching Jeopardy, that puts you in Jeopardy. It has. There we go. We once rhymed Jeopardy with Leopardy in a song. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's great. What do you think of that, Andrew? That's, that's all I was thinking about as soon as you said speaking Jeopardy. Of, speaking of uh, songs that the Brothers Street do, um, as a special bonus at the end of this quiz, um, the winner will get to listen to <laughs> <laughs> a new song that we just released um, called It's a Lockdown Life. I heard wow. it got a review, five stars. Very so, good. Hang uh, on, from hang on till the end for that. <laughs> All right, you've got two questions left in the uh, pub quiz, and this following question is actually in the category of pub quiz. Ah, okay. In Greek, myth- <laughs> in Greek mythology, Cerberus was a three-headed what? Oh, sorry, that's Andrew. What is Andrew? What is a dog? That's correct. What is a dog? Well done. Kind of like a you are, tame wolf. You are on fire here with your one to Simon zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's all to play for now because this last one is worth two points. <laughs> uh, what is British grime artist Michael Omari better known as? Let's go with Simon. I give the benefit of the lag. Wow, I mean, I'm out of my depth here. I would say he's better known as Dizzy Rascals. Um, I cannot accept. What is Dizzy uh, Rascals? <laughs> Sorry, I had a beep from uh, Andrew earlier. Um, what is Stormzy? <laughs> what is Stormzy? <laughs> Andrew, you grind star. <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. That means that Andrew at the end of this quiz has gone up three points to Simon Zero what a ridiculous quiz <laughs> uh, and as a special prize as promised you get to listen to our brand new track um, It's a Lockdown Life produced and directed by Simon Streep yay but before we play the song we just want to say thank you for tuning into the special lockdown podcast we might do another one of these if we have time to kill which it seems like we might have a lot of um, mm. Or we might not. We might try this, these other podcast ideas that we did talk to you about potentially doing. But unfortunately, as still explained at the top, it's been a bit difficult to get these up and running because of uh, said lockdown. So who knows? But if you- yes, if you are just joining us, we are actually in a lockdown situation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 It's a lockdown life for us. It's a lockdown life. For us, instead of working, we're indoors. Instead of freedom, it's for walls. It's a lockdown life. No bog run to speak of, so I gotta do P.E. with Joe. Washing hands all, you'll be dead. Video calls with mom's forehead. It's a lockdown life. Don't it feel like Alan Wendy's always howling? Don't it seem like Grandma Porter's always late? Once a day it's a new video from the Kiffness And people shouting randomly at eight 
Lockdown life. 